Hibernation underground, Phil and his family overslept. It was nearly a disaster for everyone in Gobbler's Knob. Chapter 2, The Groundhog Morning Rush Hour Phil and his family were cozy and warm in their beds, but it was very cold outside. The wind howled and knocked at the door. The sound awoke Phil. He touched the dirt on the ground and the wall to see if it was hard or soft. Then he nudged Philomena. There was a sense of urgency in his voice as he spoke. Wake up, Philomena. I think we've overslept. Today is Groundhog Day. I can't be late for work. Can you and Barney awaken the children and get them ready for the forecast? Well, happy Groundhog Day, Phil, said Philomena, who had hurried into the kitchen. Don't forget that you promised we could have an open hole today, if it's an early spring, and invite our friends to visit our whole sweet hole. Remember, you can't find your shadow today because I want to have a party to celebrate spring. So, all I have to do is wake the children. The Groundhog Day rush hour was on. Philomena and Barney rushed through the burrow to wake the nine sleepy children, but they were in for a very rude awakening. Hurry, children. Today is Groundhog Day. Remember, if Daddy can't find his shadow, we're having guests for brunch, said Philomena. So rise and get ready. Tidy your rooms and put on your best groundhog grins. Ooh, yes. We can't wait to go outdoors. Maybe there will be a rainbow, said Sonny and Halo as they arose. We think we can hear birds singing already. Go outdoors? That's ridiculous. Has anyone bothered to read the temperature? Mumbled Celsius. It must be near zero degrees. It's too cold to get up, he said. And he rolled over and went back to bed. We agree with Celsius. Listen to that wind. There must be frost on the ground and icicles on the doors. Frosty, crystal, and windy complained. Then they rolled over and went back to bed. Philomena was not very happy. Next, she tried to awaken Typhoon. Oh, sleet and hail. Can't you hear them tapping on our doors? My forecast is six more weeks of winter mush. Count me out, grumbled Typhoon. And guess what? He rolled over and went back to bed. A disgusted Philomena breezed past Typhoon to check on Barney. Maybe Barney was having better luck. Barney was standing in the middle of what looked like a real tornado. He was in Tornado's bedroom. But he couldn't find the hog. The room was a mess. Dirt, leaves, and hay were scattered everywhere. Somewhere among the rubble, Tornado was asleep. Barney left Tornado and joined Philomena to try to awaken Foggy. No luck. Foggy was dreaming of hay rides, pumpkins, and Halloween. I think we're in trouble. We can't have a Groundhog Day forecast with half our family asleep, said Barney. Naturally, we'd better tell Phil about this disaster. Chapter 3, Phil's Weather Station. Philomena and Barney stormed into Phil's weather station. Isia and Phil were so engaged in their weather gauges that they didn't notice them. Phil was standing on a rock at his weather lookout, spying through a peephole. There were many signs of nature that Phil used to make his forecast. He looked at the sky to see the shape and the color of the clouds. Phil saw a layer of flat gray stratus clouds. 
Then he looked at the weather vane and the wind sock on the Byler's farmhouse. They showed the direction of the wind. Phil decided the wind was blowing from the south. Winds that blow from the northwest often bring clearer and colder weather. On Groundhog Day, if it is bright and clear, there will be two winters in the year. Next, Phil calculated the speed of the wind by watching the windmill and the anemometer. There was a gentle breeze. Isia watched the birds outside. They were facing the wind. Isia knew that birds and cows often turn and face into the direction of the wind. They don't like to have their feathers or fur ruffled. Also, winds that blow from the south make it easier for birds to fly. Isia couldn't wait until he became a moth and was able to fly. While getting down from his perch, Isia stumbled over a metal can.